Hey everyone, welcome to, um, I don't know what the hell we're going to call this show, the, the, the Giant Stink Podcast. I'm tired of this, I'm tired of losing every week or three out of four weeks and losing games that we should be winning. Uh, there's a number of directions we can go on this one, Chris. I know you were there. Um, I had to also suffer mm-hmm. the indignity of DirecTV screwing me by blacking, out, blacking out the game in the first quarter because it was on nationally. And because it was on nationally, the national game flipped over to Houston and Indianapolis. And then Channel 716 for DirecTV was just nothing. And it said the Giants and um, who the hell did we play? The Saints were blocked yesterday, were, are, are blocked on this channel because it's, the game is on locally. And then you go locally, and mm. it was Houston and Indianapolis. So for the first quarter, I had to watch wow. the game on, on Game Mix um, while you right. were uh, at right. the game. And, and of course, naturally, Chris, I, I missed the only good part of the game. Uh, I know we open up the, the, this podcast with the, uh, the same music every week, and I'm starting to think we should use taps instead. Uh, we should open up with taps and, and maybe close <laughs> with taps. So um, number of directions we can go, bud. I'm going to start with the play calling. I thought it was terrible. I don't understand how you have the number two overall pick in the draft and he gets the ball right. eight times, gets eight handoffs until there were six minutes to go in the game. And then they started giving right. it to him. Were the Saints doing anything, you know, live? Again, you're in the press box. Right. Were the Saints doing anything to stop the run or was it just Shermer outthinking himself? No, nah, it was just Shermer getting away from it. I mean, the Saints showed nothing different defensively. Um, and Sherman admitted today that I wish I, you know, I wish I would have got the ball to Saquon uh, more often. You know, I mean, this is the second time now in four games that Coach Sherman has come out and said, "Yeah, I think maybe I should have got the ball to, to Barkley, um, you know, some more." You know, so the thing is that we have to stop saying that and start doing it. Um, you know, uh, the old. Yeah, I should have got the ball more here, or we should have took some more shots here, or we should have did this here. It's kind of, you know, it's kind of growing a little old now. You know, um, number two overall pick in, uh, in the draft, electrifying talent, and he has 10 rushes. And like you said, Jerry, what, eight until the last six minutes? Yeah, I, and I'm and just saying that because I remember, I remember specifically he had eight carries with six mm-hmm. minutes to go. He ended up getting two more, but then he got a lot of garbage dump offs. And I don't understand right. why the hell does it seem that he gets the ball 40 times a game or 10? Um, I, I, I don't know, but, uh, I, you know, I, I, yesterday was not a blowout either. No, you know, that's what I mean. Of- it was 12-7 at yeah. halftime. That's inexcusable. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's like yeah, Ben McAdoo. Yeah. I mean, listen, we got a lot of tweets at us today. This is like Ben McAdoo, and I don't think it's – the comparison's unfair – but when you outthink yourself and do stupid things and, and call the plays that Shermer was calling, that's just dumb. And I, I don't care. that The honeymoon's over, all right? I didn't expect this team to be a juggernaut after seven years of, of crap drafting. But yeah. with what we did in the offseason, bringing in an adult, giving him Barkley, uh, drafting uh, Will Hernandez, we go through it all, right? The free agents they brought in. Right. I, I expect right. them to put themselves in positions to win the game, and they're not doing that right now. Um, yeah, and get back to the Barkley thing. You know, you can't have it both ways. 
Coach Sherman. Like you can't say, okay, they were playing two zone, you know, two deep zone, and that, they were giving us all stuff on the knee. And then, okay, if they're doing that, then why aren't you running the ball then? Get them out of that zone. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, like Barkley talked about it. Shep actually mentioned it too. And, and a little frustration, Shep says, well, you know, they asked him about, you know, a lot of the soft zone. And Shep says, well, we got to run it more to get out of it. Um, so you can't have a both ways, Coach Sharma. You know, you can't say, well, you know, we couldn't get the ball downfield because they were playing this two zone, soft zone, the L zone, three, you know, three, three across zone. And then, you know, and then, that, and then not hand the ball to Barkley. Continuously, so you got to get them out of that zone, bud. And, and, and that's um, that's another thing, right? I, and I wanted to ask you because you know I, I had to suffer, I had to I had to listen to Tony Romo announce. Now everyone loves Romo. Apparently, I can't stand him. I hate the game he calls the the ooh and ah all game and the acting like a five year old when he calls a play. I can't stand it. And the fact that all these Cowboys feel the need to run to the booth when they retire and ruin my life. I, I mean, listen. Aikman, Moose Johnston, Romo, Irvin, mm. Dion, Witten. Guys, find another profession and get out of my life. I'm not trying to be funny, but in all seriousness, <laughs> Tony Romo said yesterday, he contradicted himself. He said, well, the, the blocking's just not there. And then he said, well, mm-hmm. they're playing a two-deep zone. Now, were mm-hmm. they? Because you can't tell on TV as well as, as someone who's there. Were they playing a two-deep zone the whole game or were they playing man as well? No, they mixed in man. I mean, Marshawn Lattimore, you know, he, he admitted, he, he even said it at the right. game. He goes, we didn't play all zone. We played man. We mixed it up. Right. Now, did they play more zone? Did they play more two over the top than man? Oh, yeah, no question about it. But there was situations where they played single. Listen, Jerry, I'm right there. I'm watching right. the formation every play. And there was plays they were single high. There was plays they were man. And they played a lot of zone. And, you know, and no question about it. Um, but – um, so, you know, but one Rome, one point Romo, you know, I watched the game again a little while ago. One point Romo did make during the game was that I don't know why the Giants are checking down so much, you know, um, and he was right. You know, there was, it was like, there was times where, you know, some things could have developed that he like quickly checked down and Romo did point that out and Romo was correct with that. Now on the sidelines, I don't know if you saw it there. On the sidelines, Odell mm-hmm. started going off. And this was what we knew we were getting when we signed him to this contract, that he's been good lately. But you knew that if things didn't go right, there was the chance that he was going to lose his mind on the sidelines. And he started to yesterday. And perhaps for the first time since I've been watching him, I didn't blame him one bit. I thought, mm-hmm. I didn't understand the game plan with him. I don't understand why you have another. Again, you didn't get the ball to Barkley. We have this incredible talent at wide receiver. Again, you and I think he's the best in the league. And they didn't throw it to him deep. And when they tried to throw it to him deep a couple times on the sidelines, not I'm not talking fly pattern, just kind of out patterns, Eli overthrew it by 10 yards. And you saw the frustration happening. Did you yeah. see anything else that's worth noting? I mean, I, I, I know there were, some um, com- there were some comments made today that were pulled down that, that Becca mm-hmm. made and, and – Again, this is a, he's a ticking time bomb. We we knew this was going to happen. This shouldn't be a surprise to anybody. Yeah, listen, you know, I did see Odell get very frustrated with Eli on two throws, the ones you're talking about, I believe. Um, I did see him on the sideline. He was a little animated. 
uh, right around halftime, he was a little animated with with, uh, with Eli. Uh, I think he felt Eli wasn't letting plays develop a little bit, and you know they won't. You know, looking for him, you know, um, and he did make a motion towards Eli, like, like, what are you doing? And Eli kind of made a motion back to him, like, you know, like, calm down, you know, and then Eli did admit, you know, that he spoke to him at halftime, you know, about, he wouldn't get into what he spoke about, but they obviously he spoke about that. Where, listen, Jerry, I mean, four games now, <clears throat> no touchdowns for Odell. I mean, he's not even getting targeted in the end zone. It's ridiculous, Jerry. I think okay, he was I'm targeted. I, I looked today. I think he was targeted once in Dallas, and it was basically a throw mm-hmm. beyond the end zone. He had no chance to catch it. And and, and this is what ki- – yeah. I'm sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, this is what kills me is that, you know, when you target him downfield, even if you don't connect, there's a good chance you're going to get an interference as we saw in a Jaguar game. You yeah. know, some guys – sometimes guys just got to grab him because he's so – isn't, isn't that amazing, Chris? They go long on yeah. Jalen Ramsey, but they don't go long on other guys. Is that that's so stupid? I mean, what a stupid, um, stupid game plan. I'm not trying yeah, to oversimplify. Keep... I'm not trying to oversimplify it. But how the hell do you go deep on Ramsey and everyone else? It's just quick crossing patterns that you're throwing to him. Yeah, you know they kept blaming that you know the two cover and you know like that. But you, you listen, Jerry, they were doing the same coverages against the Atlanta Falcons the week before. You know, they, they were mixing it up with some man, played some zone, and Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones, you know, they were killing it. You know what I mean? So, you know, Jerry, I, just because a team does a lot of two zone, which right. they did, they yeah. did do a lot of it yesterday, yeah. um, that does not mean that you can't take, you know, shots. Right. Um, yeah. So, I mean, Matt Ryan did it. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, forget about what he did opening day on him, um, who's now on the bench, you know, I mean, so I just don't get it. I know Ingham not being there did hurt a little bit, you know, because Ingham could have, Evan could have hurt him in the seams, you know, um, but we've seen this before, right? But I mean, Dallas has been doing it to Eli and and this offense for like years now, and they just can't seem to be on the same page as far as breaking down this soft zone when the teams do go into it and it's it's really getting you know i don't know but uh, it's really getting frustrating on my uh it's really frustrating it really is yeah, uh, and, and look yeah. it's the the elephant in the room mm-hmm. everyone wanted to blame the line I, I not the game i watched yesterday man i the line i thought no. was okay thought they held up fine i thought manning was just i i i've made the argument that he has not been the same quarterback since 2016 when he got hit by Chris Baker. And if anyone wants to look it up, mm. you can YouTube it. He gets drilled by Baker. Yeah. From that point on, he's been shell-shocked. Now, again, Jerry Reese giving him a, a, a garbage line for so long had to have an effect on him. But the last mm-hmm. two games they've held up. I know he's gotten sacked a couple times, but there were times yesterday where he had a ton of time and he just kept checking down. It, do you think that Shermer would never admit it, but do you think that the organization as a whole has to be frustrated with him right now? Or, the, or, 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 is it, or is it just they're not going to admit it? Well, they're never going to admit that. I can tell you that right now. Um, Sherman's not going to admit they're frustrated. They're just frustrated as a whole, Jerry. The whole, the whole process, you know, of this offense, they're frustrated. They, you know, never going to say, oh, it's just you know, you know, the cause of it. The whole process, this whole thing, this whole offense is frustrating. Um, now, you're asking me about Sherman, you know, what do you like? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's, 
any doubt that it has to be when Sherman looks at that tape again, there has to be some frustration with Eli's constant quick checkdowns on plays that he doesn't have to check down that right. fast, you know? Um, uh, but Sherman's never, like we said, Jerry, Sherman's not going to say that, you know, it's, just, it's 11 guys on the side of the ball. 11 guys have to execute. Um, and, and it is what it is, but there's nobody coming in, you know, so they have to keep working. Like Sherman says, trying to get something else going. I, I don't know. Me, Jerry, I look at it like this, but I look at it like this. Could we start a game? I don't care if it's six, seven, eight straight times. Give the ball to Barkley. I want Barkley exactly. like a bell cow. Right. I want, let me see what the Saints do with Kamara. I want, I want Barkley as a bell cow. He's a, I understand giving him a blow once in a while, but to me, I think they gave him a blow a little too early yesterday. And, and, right? I, and, I mean, that, and, and you're right. And that's another thing. Like, I like Wayne Gallman, all right? But it's, yeah. I think it's 7-3 at the time. He catches the ball at the 50. Yes, it was. And then yep. he gets hit, and it's a, bad, it's a fumble. Lattimore picks it yeah. up, and Eli chases. And I thought that was the best Eli looked yesterday when he was chasing down Lattimore, I'm sorry to say. But <laughs> after that, it's just it's constant with this team. One thing goes wrong, and you could feel it in the stadium. Everyone got down, and the team gets down. It's mm-hmm. here we go again. They're mentally weak, and they can't recover from it. I could have turned the game off at that point and said, this one's over. You could just feel it. And what bothers me is, it's almost like this mediocrity is just accepted now. It's, well, we had a turnover, and, and that was that. And look, again, Eli, two Super Bowl MVPs, championships, thank you very much. But I just feel like it's the, all oh, shucks, well, we had another turnover. This one's going downhill. I mean, did, mm. did, did, you, did you sense the same thing? Did you sense that the crowd all of a sudden kind of got out of it? Because it sounded like a tennis match until probably the fourth quarter in that game. Um, after that turnover, when they got the stop and held him to the field goal, yeah. um, I kind of got the sense, no, that the crowd, no, that we, we'll you know, it. that the feeling was, all right, we're still in this game. You know what I mean? Right. Um, we held him to another field goal, but there was a few things, you know, after the first drive, they really didn't move the ball. Um, I thought Sherma took a little wind out of the crowd with, with him letting the clock run down before halftime where we could have got the ball back and maybe try to do some things there. Um, you could feel a little bit of the defeatist attitude where everybody was like, what are you doing, coach? Why are you letting this clock run down? They would have had it back for like 50 seconds, you know, um, which I'm not saying they would have scored. I'm just saying that when you do that, it's a little bit of like, what are we doing here? Do you not trust this off? You know, why are we going in? Why are we surrendering this half of going in a locker? You understand? Um, I felt a little bit of that. Um, and that's what's disappointing because with the, with not taking the timeouts before the half, like how does every mm-hmm. fan how does every fan know that you should be doing this? And, and that's the I'm not saying fans can draw plays up better than coaches, but that's just common knowledge. That is nah, yeah. that's so basic, and we're yeah. getting that wrong too. Yeah, and Sherman kind of admitted that one too. Oh he my said god. It he said it in a presser after the game. And in hindsight, you know, I probably should have called time out there. Listen, uh, it, you know, Sherman has made some mistakes, you know, and, and clock management. Jerry, I've been telling you this for years, right? But these these coaches just cannot figure out how to how, how to call when to call time out, when not to call time out. It's amazing. And that was a mistake in my 
in my opinion, that was a mistake. I'm not saying that was the reason why. I'm just saying that was No, but it all contributes. Um, You're right. Everything contributes. But it contributes, yeah. Every mistake yeah. they make. This team is not good enough to overcome everything. Now, the referees yeah. did not help. I didn't even see the Tomlinson play oh. basically till today, which oh. I thought was the worst of the bunch. But the Jenny. phantom, the phantom uh, horse collar on Jenkins. Then Barkley gets taken down oh. by a face mask. They don't call it. Dante Dion gets mm. pushed in the back. This referee crew sucked. Um, it was so bad. I, I don't know if you just, I don't know if you read Twitter, but I just like broke down some of the stuff that happened in the game on Twitter. No, I, I read the whole thing. And, I, I've been reading tweets all day. Okay. And, and and by the way, real they quick, picked up, by the way, real quick for yeah. all you Twitter followers, when Chris mentions that MetLife Stadium isn't like Giant Stadium, that's not the reason they <laughs> lost. Wise asses. It's just that MetLife Stadium's kind of dreary. It's it was painted gray because basically both teams, the Jets and Giants, hang green and blue curtains on the sidelines to make it feel like a home field. So it doesn't mean that's why they lost. It's an observation that Chris, the beat writer, the one that's there all the time, is making and putting out there. So keep your wise-ass responses to yourself. Thanks. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's all, that's all right, but. Yeah, I found that amusing that people would twist my words saying that's Oh, yeah, they're acting you know like, I mean? oh, yeah, it's the stadium. Yeah, yeah thanks, guys. Great analysis. Yeah, yeah. All, all I was saying that, you know, some of these other teams like Kansas City, like you just feel like the home field advantage, and I just don't feel that in this new stadium. That's all I was saying. And a lot of people agree with me. You know, a lot of people do. Most and then, did, you know, and then other people... ones try to have, get more Twitter followers by calling us idiots and yeah. tweeting yeah. it and were... making funny jokes. Yeah. And they're all they're all trying to be barstool sports now. I get it, guys. You're snarky. You're funny. Yeah. You have 147 yeah. followers. Congratulations on your life. Great job, yeah. guys. That's right. Take, yeah. da- take down Chris <laughs> to make yourself feel better. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, I found that amusing. But, you know, what are you going to do? It's Twitter. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's idiotic, but... But getting, what were we talking about? I don't know. I'm defensive of your tweets, buddy. You're doing a great job. People do (laughs) that, man. Pisses me off. I was, um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. We were talking about the horrific refereeing once again in the NFL. You know what I love? Quickly, Jerry. You know what I love? Dean Blandino on the the NFL Serious Radio. You got to hear him now. Oh, yeah, that was a bad call. Oh, Oh, yeah. He was a comedian, right? He had a former bartender slash comedian. Now everything's a bad call because he's not in charge anymore. You know, right. now everything's right. not, everything's a bad call. Everything they should have picked this. Listen, I put it on Twitter. I mean, it wasn't just the horrific phantom horse collar tackle by Jack Rabbit. How about they picked up the one flag on a touchdown scoring drive by the Saints where they said it wasn't offensive pass interference um, that the that the receiver was not downfield. I looked at the play over and over. He was two yards downfield when he, uh, throwing a block. Oh, it was Russell Shepard. It was uh, – no, 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 no. When the Saints were on offense – Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They had an offensive pass interference call. Right. They said, a, you know, the, the, a receiver blocked downfield. They picked it up and said, oh, no, he blocked on the line of scrimmage. I looked at the play. You look at the play. I think it was on Josh Hill. You look at the play. He was blocking two yards down the field. Two! Because Russell Shepard was called for it, too. Russell Shepard was called for offensive pass interference, right. and he was within a yard. Exactly, which you're allowed. Yep, yeah, you're allowed. Right. He was. I looked at it over and over. He was within a yard. That was another bad call. The trip on Max Unger in the end zone on Dalvin Tomlinson, where he was breaking in Tomlinson, he gets tripped in the end zone. A blatant trip. No 
call. Breeze rolls through his right. He hits Josh Hill, the tight end. They start that drive. They get out of the hole. And if, and, if you, and if you watch there. that play over and over again, Tomlinson, mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's any mm-hmm. doubt that he sacks Breeze. I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, he's almost on but top Jerry, of him. Jerry, even if Breeze gets rid of the ball, it's an infraction in the end zone. Right. That's right. Yeah, it's be a safety. safety. Yeah. Now you, got, now you have a 26-20 game, and they have to punt to us. Right? Yep. You think that's a big call, bud? What do you think? Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. What do you think? I mean... You know, like I said, it's one thing to lose, which we did. But then when you have so many calls go against you and a, and a team that's just not talented enough to overcome it. I mean, the, the th- mm-hmm. in, in the what went wrong segment of the newspaper, I put Shermer, unfortunately, Manning and the officiating. And I never put officiating in because it's such a cop out normally. But it was so yeah, bad. Yeah, I don't like to go there. Either. Right. But it was so yeah. bad yesterday. It has to be mentioned. Yeah. Oh, man. yeah. Yeah, and, and, and just a quick thing, you know, I saw some people, <clears throat> they were getting on Thomas McGahee a little bit, special teams coach. Oh, look what happened. Let me tell you something. The Giants were not fooled on that fake punt at all. B.W. Webb had his man, okay? It wasn't like the guy broke, it wasn't like they were, the, the, uh, the guy outside was wide open with the Giants like, oh, what happened? B.W. Webb was right on him. He just got beat. He got beat on a little hitch route. That's right. all. And the backup and the third string quarterback who we talked about, right, Jerry, on the podcast was going to be a big part of this game plan. Taysom Hill, he hit him with a pass. I mean, it, so it wasn't like the Giants special teams got fooled. They didn't get fooled. They just got beat. It happens. You know, it happens. And, and by the way, um, we just got a response on Twitter. Stadiums don't play games. It's the personnel that we have that are messing up. Okay, Hilmajara. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you for that, sir. And his, Thank you for that. Uh, check, yourself be- that. check yourself before you wreck yourself is what he has in his Twitter account. Yeah, Thanks, man. Appreciate it. That's the analysis okay. that we're all looking for. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you because, I, you know, I, I, I thought the stadium was the reason why the Giants lost in all these home games. So, thank you. Thank so you. Uh, we, we went through the, the bad. If there was any good, uh, I think it was the defense. I mean, most of the game, I just think they were gassed at the end. I thought, I thought they did a great job on Thomas. I thought they did an admirable job on Kamara until the third quarter. I just think they, they started to wear down. I mean, mm-hmm. Saints are, are talented. If you look at Drew Brees' numbers, you would think the Giants won mm-hmm. this game. He had no touchdowns. I think yeah. he threw for low twos. But yeah. one thing, one thing Peyton did, and this is where coaching comes in. Come, you know, everyone talks about, oh, no, it's the players that play. You know what? Sean Payton's smart. He put in a quarterback, mm-hmm. and you talked about it. You called it. Mm-hmm. It's going to run that yeah. zone read option. And it kills us yeah. always. It always kills us. And even when even, um, when, that, even when that quarterback doesn't take yeah. off, the threat that he mm-hmm. may makes you hesitate a second. Yeah, listen, he had like a nice 20-yard run, whatever that was, with Connor Palmer. Once again, once again, was full on his own read. Uh, you know, they got they got the touchdown on Camaro on his own read. You know, even, you know, uh, what happened there, actually, Kareem Martin, actually, <clears throat> he actually contained pretty good in that, but the inside guy, I think it was Thomas who got beat with a big good block and Cabrera sprung in for the end zone there. Uh, sprung into the end zone there. Yeah, listen, um, you know, Sean Payne's a pretty sharp offensive mind, yeah. Jerry. You know, um, he's got wrinkles all over the I place. mean, we think about it. He, like, he brought he brought the 2000 Giants to 12 and 4, right? I mean, that was his hmm. offense. That offense was, then they had some talent. Oh, yeah. But he, that was, that was yeah. the first sign that this guy can, can be a really good coach one day. You know what, Jerry? Oh, yeah, no question about it. Um, you know what, Jerry? If, if somebody told 
you before the game that Breeze would go 18 for 32, like 220 yards, and yeah, Mike we Thomas we would have four game. catches for 30 yards. You got to say to yourself, well, what would you say? You'd be like, oh, wow, I, we're going to win this game. Yeah, you know, we're right? we're going to kill him. That's what I would have thought. <laughs> Yeah, so as you know, Camara did his thing in the second half. Um, Landon Collins kind of admitted, you know, he felt the t- defense was a little worn down in our last drive. And 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 for someone um, we we've been getting on a little bit. I mean, I thought he had best game of the phenomenal. season. He looked like 2016. Yeah. He had 14 tackles, nine so- nine yeah. solo, five assists, all over the field. Yeah. Uh, if he continues to play like yeah. that, then then he's going to get a big contract at the end of the year. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, mean, thought Ogletree, I thought Ogletree too was real active. Yeah, oh, yeah no, Ogletree's hitting his stride as well. No. It's, it's, yeah. um, you know, look, Dante Dion's a nice story, but the fact that he's the third corner right now shows you where this team is. And it's really a shame that Apple can't be out there. And, and I think we'll get Vernon back this week, but he's going to help. Mm. I, I think, look, we said it, Vernon's not Lawrence Taylor, but him coming back and, and fans are, fans are really getting on him and they're, they're jumping on him about the, the high ankle sprain. But that's a, that's a 46-week yeah. injury. You called it. I think if he comes back this yeah. week, I, I think they can do some damage with him. I, the defense is further along than I thought they'd be. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. You know what? I was terrified the last two weeks when B.W. Webb had to play on the outside. And he, you know what? He's done, a, he's done a nice job, B.W. Webb. He had a nice, play. A he nice, played, had a nice play at the goal line yesterday, deflecting the ball away. So. Yeah, he, you know, he's done a nice job, man. And you know what? He's going to move over to the slot, you know, when Apple gets back. And, you know, they'll be all right. You know, Landon, Landon like you said, uh, like you just pointed out, Landon was best game of the year by far. That looked like the 2016 Landon. Um, listen, uh, Wiley missed a few tackles out there. Um, Jenkins is getting beat. You know, he's getting beat some few times. He got beat a few times yesterday on his little crossing routes. But overall, listen, you know, the defense, you know, they got worn down a little bit. And yeah, like, I, I uh, mean, I don't, I don't put this one on the defense at all. The score is misleading. The yeah. stats were misleading, yeah. especially the run, because he had the huge run at the end. Yeah. I, I thought for the most part they played really well. And it's 12-7 and a half. They held them to four field goals. I think the, the Saints mm. were – 33% scoring touchdowns in the red zone yesterday, which is insane against Drew Brees. I mean, that's that's incredible. Two for six. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They, they made him kick field goals, Jerry. And, and when you make the same kick field goals, you have to win the game, bud. You know, you have to win the game. And um, they didn't. So, uh, you know, once the offense – listen, we, what do we talk about? We knew the offense had to put a 30 spot on to beat the Saints, right? Yep. And, and, you know, and they, you know, 18 points is not going to beat the Saints. Nope. It's just not going to do it, bud. You know, so enough of that, right? So, <laughs> so Jawel Davis becomes the latest special teams just oh, blunder. God. I mean, yeah. catches the ball in the end zone. The entire team thought he was kneeling, and then he takes it out and gets tackled on the eleven. Mm. I think that's was this was after the Saints scored, and it's just like, yes. okay, who's coming in mm. this week to try and return kicks? And all right, Hunter Sharp yeah. and 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 Khalif Raymond. They're not Devin Hester and, and Dave Meggett. But, I mean, can we find someone who can do this, whether it's punt or kick returns? How do we not find so? It's almost like, remember, if you, I don't know, it seemed like for a while we couldn't find a punter until we got Weatherford in. If between Fiegels and Weatherford, we struggled a bit. And it just seems like there's always a position or the long snapper when we had Trey Junkin in there for a while. And we just, we seem yeah. to struggle at one position. Right now, it's, it's the return game. I mean, we have, we have guys that, I don't know what the hell they're doing if they're not kneeling for the ball. 
they're returning it and they're bringing it out when no one's expecting him to. And one thing that was hilarious watching it yesterday, the one punt return, I thought, man, that guy fielded it cleanly. And it was Odell Beckham Jr. I didn't realize yeah, it until yeah. after he flipped the ball back. I go, oh, no wonder why he caught it so well. Yeah, you know what? When you're not scoring points, you're going to have to start doing some things on special teams. If that means Saquon returning kickoffs, Odell returning punts. I don't know what Sherman's waiting for, bud. I really don't because we're not scoring points. So we're going to have to steal some points or a game or two on special teams. You know what I mean? I mean, let Barkley return a kickoff. That, that, would, that, would, that would scare me a little. I, I'm okay with Odell returning punch just because of the nature of understandable. Just because of the fact that he can call a fair catch. And the the coverage lanes are different. They they it, it, for kickoff. It just seems more of a free for all, and I'd be afraid of Barkley back there. But to, I understand and I agree I with know. you about Odell doing it. That's understandable. A lot of people have that fear about. Oh, uh, I'm sorry about Barkley with the kickoffs. But he did it in Penn State. Yeah, I know this is the NFL. I know I understand it. This is the NFL, but he is a home run threat. I, I know I said this numerous times. Numerous times. But guys like that have to get the ball in their hands. And when you're not – listen, Jerry, if their offense was averaging, you know, 360 yards a game and it were, we were putting up 24, 26 points, 27 points a game, okay, you know what, we don't need it. But when we're scoring 18 against a defense that can't stop anybody and we can't move the ball, you're going to have to do something else. Yeah. And when you, have, when you have a kid like Barkley back there, he can get you six points in about 11 seconds. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You have to do it. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you're not giving him the ball 24 times a game, Jerry. So you might as well let him return a kickoff here and there, try to break something. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know? And, and he did do it once with Odell in the punt return. Uh, it was just a good punt by Morstead. You know, the ball was high. Odell had a fair catch it. But at least Sean was doing that once. So I would do it more. I would be like Antonio Brown. Let him return punts three times a game. We're not scoring points, Jerry. We're not scoring points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Frustrating, bud. Frustrating. I just don't get it. You know? Frustrating. Um, Kerry Wynn. Uh, he, last week he looked like Justin Tuck. This week he disappeared. Did he get injured or something? Or do you, I, I, I just or did he just disappear? Uh, uh, no, Jerry, listen. Listen. He, he had two pressures. He flushed Breeze out twice. Yeah. I know he wasn't on the stat sheet. I understand that. He did have two pressures. And listen, Jerry, this I, I seen that today on Twitter too. Oh, what happened? Listen. No, and I'm not, I'm not accusing Win. It's just that he had such a good yeah. game last week. Uh, you yeah, know, yesterday, yesterday he kind of disappeared. <laughs> and, and I didn't even see him playing as much as the other guys, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, he didn't have as many snaps he had in the Houston game, but you know, he had a few he did have a few pressures. Um and listen, it happens, Jerry. You're not gonna, you know, Leonard Williams wasn't on the stat sheet for the Jets two weeks ago. You know what I mean? I, I mean, here is another six overall pick. Whatever. I mean, what I'm trying to say is that in the NFL, it does happen. He wasn't, you know, but he did contribute a little bit, a couple times with Breeze. But yeah, he obviously didn't have as good as a game as he did in Houston. Um, but he's had a good year when, you know. So let's we'll see next week. I'm sure he'll rebound, get in that stat sheet, do some things next week. What uh? What else jumped out at you yesterday, bud? I mean, I'm I was spent with all the things we talked mm. about, and it was a frustrating game. And look again, the Giants aren't aren't going to be twelve and four, but I expected better than this, and I expected mm-hmm. I expected Shermer and Eli, and, and and just overall for these guys to be put in positions to win, 
And it just seems like we're not going down swinging with our best guys. And I, I can't for the life of me understand why we're not getting the ball more to Barkley and Odell. What, anything else jump out at you in that game? Jump out at me? Um, I thought Chad Wheeler held his own. Jerry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not, you know, I thought the kid held his own. Um, which is, which is why, um, which is why I was getting aggravated when they were saying this line stinks. The line did not stink yesterday. I don't know what mm. game people were watching. At some point, you have to blame Manning. Um, you have to, yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to, you know, you got to blame some guys. And it's hard to do that. It's hard. I like the you guy. Know. I love it, Manning. It's hard to do it, but oh yeah, yeah, I mean, no doubt about come it. Come on, you yeah. got to hit these guys. You have weapons now. There's no excuse for this. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Um. You. you I, I tell you, it's it's tough. You know, you know who's only playing mediocre is Nate Soldo at left tackle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he allowed a seven-yard loss yesterday. Yeah, Marcus Davenport just blew by him on that play. Yep. I mean, that was embarrassing. Uh, yep. He also gave up a sack too. Um, you know, uh, you know. So, um, he's you know, Solder's just been okay left. I mean, has he been better than Flowers? Of course, you know, from last year when he played. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that, but but he's just been okay over there. You know, um, I expected a little more out of Solder, Jerry. I got to be honest with you. I thought. Wheel of play. I thought Patchy Gomami was wasn't bad yesterday again. I yeah, thought, and, and Greco had know? the one. Greco mm. had the one hold, I think, right yesterday. He had a hold, and I'm sorry, he he had a hold, and he gave up a bad sack at the man. Oh, and that's so, one thing. Yeah, that's one thing. Eli Manning, mm. you could hear it on TV. He's yelling 56, 56, 56. Who gets mm-hmm. the sack? Mm-hmm. To Mario Davis. What numbers he wear? Number fifty six. So. Yeah, there are there were some yep. breakdowns, and and that's frustrating, especially when your quarterback is pointing it out to you. Yeah, listen, you know Eli's been around a long time. He knew Demario was coming on that. You know he does his film work, Eli. You know what I mean? He he saw the formation, he saw what Demario was, and he knew he was coming. You know, and where did he come? A gap, right? I mean, yep. you know, it, you know what did the Giants inside? What what do we talk about when they do blitz? They'll send Klein, they'll send Demario on those A gaps, and. And Greco just didn't pick it up. He got beat, you know? So it's frustrating, bud. It really is, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's a One frust- three. frustrating day yesterday. Again, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. The Eagles lose it, you know, around 4.30. Yeah. Tennessee comes back, some epic comeback. And that game was 17-3 in the fourth quarter. I was ready to turn it off. Tennessee wins. Yeah. Eagles go to 2-2. Two and two. Cowboys barely yeah. get past a bad Detroit team. So I'm thinking, all right, we, we could be relevant. And then we lay an egg at home in front of our home crowd. And the same things happen over and over and over again. Bad coaching, bad quarterback play, turnover, and then everything kind of just falls apart. Yeah, you know what's frustrating to me? Listen, I picked the Saints to beat the Giants this week. You did too. Um, But what was frustrating is that I figured Breeze, Mike Thomas's, even Ted Ginn's on some vertical. I thought that was going to be the difference, and it really wasn't. Right? It was. Right. <laughs> it was like you know, you know we got a, a bad turnover. Um, you know, Kamara. I, I listen. Kamara's a really good player, but you know, I thought Breeze would be the main reason. Yep. Why you know we would go down to the Saints, and he, you know, he did some things. Don't get don't get me wrong. Breeze is Breeze, but he, I mean, he wasn't like he had one of his four hundred yard games and Thomas had ten catches and all that. Was there was there a so slight was there a slight wind at the stadium yesterday, Chris? It was a seven mile power wind. Well, that's it. Then breeze is <laughs> off. 
If it's not perfect, if there's if there's any if there's any breeze, no pun intended, at all, Drew Brees is not the same quarterback. I don't care what anybody um, says. I don't care what anybody. I, I will even if I'm wrong. I will go to my grave arguing that. I know. And, I know and, you. I know and, you. And, I know you. And, and sooner or later, the Giants are going to put us there. So um, at that point, buddy, I think we'll stop. <laughs> Listen, normally I tell you guys how to get the Giant Insider. Let's go, guys. It's called Google. And then look up the Giant Insider. It'll tell you how to uh, how to how to subscribe to us. But Chris, thanks, man. Uh, thanks for letting me rant this time. Because again, I don't know how much longer uh, Giant fans can take this. Next week is in Carolina. We'll get to that one on. Uh, we'll do that Friday night. Oof. We'll talk about that game. Oof. And um, I, I uh, listen. I, not get too far ahead, but uh, one in four seems very likely. And uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it Friday. Uh, much different defensive line coming in this week. <laughs> oh man! But, uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for uh, joining us. Remember, Sundays are giant days, even though they suck anymore. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care, everybody. <laughs>